Hello, welcome to the Physique Mastery Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana, along with Brian Cron. And today, once again, we're joined by a guest, Becky Eshman, another one of our incredible, very inspiring and enthusiastic, oozes positive energy member of the Physique Mastery Movement group there. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of building you up there. Yes! I have my pom-poms right here. pom-poms up. I love it. No, we actually had the great uh, honor, privilege of training with Becky out in Kansas City at the, the Fitness Summit there back in May. Uh, so it was great connecting with you in person, but it's been really great getting to know you in our support community. And uh, one of the things that I love so much about you is that you aren't afraid to ask questions. You love asking questions. And something that Brian and I talk a lot about is the, the impact that experienced coaching like having having an experienced coach versus a kind of somewhat newer coach, like a seasoned veteran to the game, uh, brings a lot more to the table. We like I find new new coaches um, in this arena. They they're great at building plans. I find there's I see a lot of great plans out there. Um, but Brian and I really pride ourselves on building systems and how each plan kind of builds into each other, feeds off of each other strategically. And we have a big picture outlook, whereas we find a lot of the other newer coaches to the game tend to look in snapshots and they're just, this sounds like an awesome plan, I'm gonna give this to a client. This sounds like an awesome plan, I'm gonna give this to a client. It's all great plans, but there's a big difference between that and, and having a lot of strategy involved and really looking uh, along the, uh, the road ahead of us and how each plan is going to feed into mm -hmm. each other. So mm -hmm. experience coaching, that's, that's where, where we like to address the kind of questions that, that you answer. You, when we string together a run of programs, you're like, well, why do we make these changes? Why are we only doing subtle changes now? And why do we make a big change this time? So. Um, we love that our group is full of people who are, are curious about these kinds of things because that's we put a lot of thought into our designing and uh, the big picture. Out. So, <laughs> we're going to let you roll with this in the beginning here and, and kind of give the people a taste of the kind of questions that you like to ask us in the community. So you want to just roll with, with some of the questions that you have for us here regarding especially yeah. programming in general. Yeah, well, when you were talking about the systems and how they build on one, on well, to back up for a second, so I um, never really had a full, like, true understanding of bulking and cutting and hypertrophy and all these terms. So when I joined uh, Physique Mastery in February, I was, you guys were throwing around all these terms. Everybody was either bulking or cutting. And I was sort of new what that was, but I'm like, what am I doing? I think I'm, I think I'm going to cut, but I don't really know what that is. <laughs> and I was actually like, I didn't really want to ask because I felt kind of stupid, but um, I knew the way that your programs changed month to month. It had to have something to do with that. And it had that you were doing it for a reason and changing the reps and changing the sets and like, you know, the hundred reps and, the way, you were, the way that it was building, I knew that there was a reason for it. I'm just never really sure why. Like, how do you do that with so many different people with different goals? You know, first of all, I guess that would be the first question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a hard question. Um. Well, well, with, and that is a thing because we do definitely have, we definitely have people within the group who are building uh, following our plans and building and others who are following the same plans and cutting. 
Um, there are times, like the beginning of the year, the new year, we found that there was a lot of members who were cutting. So the vast majority of people are like, all right, boom, new year, want to get mm. in shape. All right, so if the majority of us are cutting, let's really build a solid 12 to 16 week, 16 week plan that really focuses on that, uh, on that process in general. So we know we got a vast majority of people, we can really focus on, on a specific group. And I think in that sense, when it comes to fat loss, we really look at people's energy reserves. And we, um, so what we ended up doing for like January, February, March was each month we would, uh, increase the reps, decrease the rest periods, increase the reps, decrease the rest periods. Uh, we increased volume over time as well. That's a thing. Uh, there's a couple of increase and decrease, but basically working with your energy reserves. Cause in the beginning, everyone has more energy reserves so they can do, they can lift heavier loads. They're stronger. They have their strength at that point. But as your strength is, as your energy yeah. re reserves decrease, as you're getting into the deeper into the cut, um, you, it's tougher to lift those heavier loads. So we tend to go with a safer movements and yeah. higher reps, shorter rest, um, lighter weight. So decrease, yeah. decrease the rest, decrease the load, increase the reps and uh, increasing overall to total volume as well through exercises that are easier on you, like isolation type exercises. Yeah. Uh, but in general, like yeah. most, change most, diet. most programs yeah. Yeah. can be used for fat loss or muscle building. It's there really, there's not a lot of change that you can make that you, that you have to make to it. But if you know for certain that someone is going through a cutting phase, that's exactly what we, you would yeah. do is as they're progressing, as they're getting deeper, mm -hmm. you, you would decrease, yeah. decrease the reps. Uh, I mean, decrease the rest. Yeah. I mean, these quad sets we're doing right now, these are great because you can apply those for both. Like they're great for fat loss, obviously, and they're, mm -hmm. they're great for hypertrophy too. It's just, you just change your diet accordingly. And, uh, so what yeah. goes into like that planning where you're like, okay, we're going to do quad sets. Like where, like what, what's going on? Where are you guys thinking about there? Um, Changed. I'd say that was a shock yeah. more than anything. Yeah. This was, yeah. this was a shock to the system, not only in the a technique that our members haven't used before, yeah. but the volume is exceptionally high as well. So we were, uh, it, it was basically a shock and awe kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> mentality as we were approaching this. Like something completely different, different that we had ever experienced before and, and very challenging. It was really going to challenge us. So, um, yeah, it, was, it seemed to yeah. be good timing for everyone uh, coming off of the summer months and ready to yeah. get at it right now. So kind of just looking at the previous programming that we did, and uh, all leading up to up to this kind of moment. So, how far in advance do you guys like meet and and think like think it out? Like you you said in the beginning that it's all like you're it's building on top of each other. Yeah. It's So so we know the big picture. Like we have a big picture yeah. where we're going to follow a certain split. So the January February March programs we had a split in mind the the three day split that we knew we were going to follow. We knew we were going to be um, increasing the reps, decreasing the rest, um, all that kind of stuff. So we knew those types of things. Then it's just a matter of, well, what intensity technique are we going to use? So we, we have the big picture for each of the three months, but then we'll, um, 
each month leading up to the plan, like a few weeks before we're going to record the workouts. It's all right. What kind of intensity pro technique do you want to throw in here this month? Should what exercise are we going to keep in here? Like you'll you probably notice for the past four or five months we kept deadlifts in there because we, we want to keep certain things in there all the time to give members something to really progress on. And we kept the deadlift, yeah. the exact yeah. same rep range and um, just technique. Yeah. We really wanted people to really kind of master the technique mm -hmm. over several months within a certain rep range there. So there's certain staples that you'll keep in there. And, and then it's just like, changing it an intensity technique uh, like like instead of uh the 100 rep set one month we might do myo rep sets another month or we might do a disgusting set the following yeah. month so make subtle yeah. little changes there and just maybe change a few yeah. swap a few exercises in and out but, uh, so we have a big picture vision in mind and some techniques in mind but then we'll yeah. um, we'll look at how the members are responding to mm -hmm. certain exercises like we weren't so sure about the deadlifts until we started seeing everyone posting their their form check videos in the support community. Like, how's my form look on this deadlift? And like, after one month, if we were to swap it out, they're like, oh my God, we're, we're just yeah. starting to feel it now. And then, yeah. so yeah. the second month, they're able to bump up the weight a little bit. And they're like, all right, now I'm really in the groove. Now, like, okay, well, why take it out now? Let's keep rolling with it, keep rolling with it. And then you get to a point where like, all right, I'm starting to feel a little beat up from this. Let's switch it up. Yeah. So we change from deadlifts to RDLs and good mornings, exercises that yeah. can complement the deadlift. Yeah. So uh, again, that was all knowing that, that we were going to progress, get people to progress on the deadlift, knowing that people are going to eventually kind of burn out from it, need a break from it, and then having those complementary exercises to include mm -hmm. afterwards to, that will help improve your deadlift afterwards. Okay, you guys. So I have a really important question. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear, and I'm I'm putting all my pride out there because I'm gonna sound like an idiot right now. But like, I want to know <laughs> the your best description definition. Help me understand what exactly hypertrophy is. Go. Uh, <laughs> uh, building muscle. Building That's muscle. That's it. Yeah, hypertrophy. Not any more complicated no. than that? <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure we could, but I, mean, I can pull up the book. No, you know, but, but yeah, I, it's basically hypertrophy <laughs> is that it's you're you're trying to gain it's gaining muscle. But is it, <laughs> isn't it what you're always doing though? I mean, you're always building. Aren't we always building muscle? That's well, it. Well, again, during during so during our cutting phases you're not building the goal a lot of muscle. building muscle at that point like maintaining muscle mass is an important factor and and managing managing muscle damage recovery managing your recovery more than anything is, yeah. is is a huge thing when you're going through a cutting phase we're not looking to build muscle during that we're looking at yeah. exercises that you can handle safely as you're exactly. going through it while maintaining your your muscle mass the chances of any of us really gaining muscle during a cutting phase is, is minimal. Unless you're a newbie and we don't have really any new people in our group. Um, very rare. I think Dennis may have been an exception, but he was coming into this pretty new yeah. in the yeah. beginning or, or detrained. Yeah. Um, so there's very few people who will, will experience that. So um, yeah, hypertrophy is a goal. Muscle building is a goal, but it's not, some people are, their focus is on strength. They're just looking to get yeah. stronger. Yeah. And, 
you may experience some muscle growth there, but um, hypertrophy, that's the sole focus is we want to, we want to get big. <laughs> so like in August, like last month's plan, you remember when I said I was concerned because I was really, really like really driven on, on cutting fat. And I'm like, I kept feeling like I should be adding in a lot more cardio or playing with the reps more because I believe we were doing five sets of five mostly. Mm -hmm. Is that right, August? And it was, I was concerned. I was like, but this is more of a hypertrophy or strength. Like, I don't want to bulk up. I don't want to get bulky. I want to do fat loss. And you guys were like, no, it's okay. It's all like in your diet, right? Yes, yes. So, So yeah. The five by five, yeah, that's a strength focused workout. So, what we did with that split, we had a strength-focused day and a hypertrophy-focused day. So, um, oh, I, yeah, find, yeah. I find I can really I can manage recovery really well when I split up. When I walk into the gym and I know all I'm going to be doing is lifting some heavy shit, and then the next day I go in and I know all I'm going to be doing is doing pump work here. So when I walk oh, into the okay. gym, it's pump work. I'm like, yeah. fuck it, yeah. right? I can give her today and 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 crank it out. And when you're in a cutting phase those pump type workouts are easier to get through. Um, If you're doing a five by five throw to cutting phase, it's still a great strategy to have in place there. It can help preserve the muscle mass, but you're not going to have the same kind of, like if someone's in a, in maintenance mode or or building mode, going through five by five, they're going to be able to progress in strength from week to, maybe not week to week, but they're going to see some progress there and they're strength. Got it. Whereas you, if you're in a deficit, you're trying to hit the numbers, um, but you're not looking at, you're going to be lucky to kind of hold the weight that you're lifting from week to week, but it's still, it's an okay, it's still a good program to follow. You're just not going to see the same kind of impact. You're not going to have the same kind of energy and strength to get through the workout as if you were eating more food, if you're more fed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really noticing that you have to just allow some of your goals to kind of slip through the cracks because unbeknownst to me, I was bulking all summer. I didn't really realize that's what I was doing. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, when you drink wine and eat a lot of cheese and yeah, all of a sudden it becomes a bulk. You're, yeah. you're living life. <laughs> but man, at, I was killing it at the gym, and I'm like oh, every like every couple of days, I'm like I'm going up. My like my weights are yes. going up. Like I'm killing this. I'm killing this. So now for the past five weeks that I've really been in a calorie deficit, it's my I've had to really check my ego at the door when I go to the gym because mm-hmm. my weights. I mean my lateral raises. I was doing 15, 20 you know pound dumbbells, and I'm down to like seven and a half sometimes because I just don't have it in me mm-hmm. so I guess it's just you got to trade you know you just like it seems like you got to trade one for the other you really take advantage of yeah. when you're in a fed state when, and that's yeah. that's the beauty of like when you are and I hate the word bulking we're not we're, yeah, we're, we're never really bulking we're never <laughs> we don't so what's bulking is that like a football player it's not nah, bulking. It's, I guess is reserved for a term where you're like in an excess. You're calories. gaining like, weight. Well, you're gaining weight without any regard for composition. You just, okay. you're just hope, you know, you just, you just want to see the scale go up. Okay. Yeah. You know? So we're not in this group. We're really not ever bulking. We're doing yeah. like more hypertrophy strength, I, or we're cutting. Well, we're building, <laughs> maintaining, or slowly, slowly building. It, a slow build is is a little little different than like Brian said. A total disregard for. I don't, yeah. I'm just going to keep pigging out like crazy and gang, gang, gang. Okay, it's, got it, got we, it. We yeah. build intelligently. Yeah, like the only people who should be bulking are typically young men. 
Okay. You know, young, thin, like like kind of athletic or like ectomorphic men. Okay. You Got know, it. It's, it just the, the ratio of fat to muscle that you put on, especially once you get past like 25, mm-hmm. is just not acceptable. Um, okay. So, but yeah, so no, we don't. I don't think we have anyone in the group who's like full on bulking. No. No. I don't think okay. We do. People are pretty, yeah. pretty smart. Pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Keep, keeping things in in check for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's you experience what it's like to. It is. It's a whole different ball game when you're walking in the gym fed compared to in a deficit. So you experience this and this is yeah. why like you see the weight going down naturally, why not work with that? Why why follow a program that is going to fight yeah. against your body? Like design a program yeah. that's going to work with your body as it's going through these these changes. So accept yeah. yeah, that the weight's yeah, going to go a, down. And, and yeah. that that's our whole thing. It's just yeah, it's when you're, when you're trying to get smaller, lose body fat, you're eating less. So we try to tailor the programs to take advantage of, or to, to, you know, yeah, I guess to take advantage of not having as much energy, not having as much jam, just so you're not chasing big weights. You know, you're moving quicker, moving faster, more reps. Um, that tends to work better for most people when they're on limited calories because they can kind of just get in the zone and just kind of rifle through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today I did chest, shoulders, back, day, and you know I'm in the zone. I'm feeling good, and then I start to by the by those. There's a superset in there with shoulder presses and lateral raises, and I start to feel pretty depleted. And at that time, I start kind of overthinking. Okay, should I shoot more lateral raises, for example? Should I shoot more for you know 15 reps at seven and a half pounds, or I can go 10 pounds and get about you know, eight in like, you know, like which, or does it really matter that much? Yeah, it does. It does for those, for that in particular, we're looking at, I think for the lateral raises might've been like a 12 to 15, 12 to 15. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you start with that and then you bust into shoulder press. So we're trying to, Mm -hmm. we're trying to pre-exhaust the shoulders a bit with the lateral raises. So you want it nice and light. You want to have a good focused pump on the shoulders and then you're busting into the shoulder press, which is, I think, six to eight reps um yeah. so you can challenge yourself with that that heavier load so the whole idea we want you going lighter and in that higher rep range yeah. uh, okay cool then i did it because i was able to do like 40 pound with the presses 40 pound barbell which is pretty good for me oh, okay. i was hoping um, you weren't going to say dumbbells because that's <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay i was going to say 40 pound lateral rates i'm like okay <laughs> Damn. <Right>. okay <laughs> No, I do the 40 pound and I was, it was, it was really tough. And then go to those lateral raises. And like I said, it was, you know, again, the ego, I'm like, wow, I'm only, I'm grabbing seven and a half pounds. It's tough. But if I, I figured if I can get to 15 with seven and a half pounds, you know, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the idea, right? You know, use the weight that. The, the weight is really insignificant, really. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. whatever, it is. whatever okay. you're using to get whatever you, you need to use to get to that point of, uh, of muscle fatigue. It's, it's the right weight for you. Yeah. God, it's so simple. It's weird. <laughs> it's People like to make it really complicated. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, I'm an overthinker. I'm an o- yeah. I, I heard uh, the last podcast with Marcy, and she was saying how she – she overanalyzes. I'm like, I think there's a lot of us that are like fitness buffs that just overanalyze 
everything. And it's like, yeah. it really doesn't need to be that way. No, there, there's there's so much. There's a lot. There's a lot too. I know Brian really really geeked out on programming recently too, and you can you can yeah. really freaking yeah. it, it's unreal what uh, what's out there and what what you can really yeah. do with programming. So it's it is fun to kind of geek out yeah. on it and understand how it all feeds off of each other. So it's it, it's good to be curious yeah. like you are. I prefer to keep. I, I try not to geek out on eating like nutrition. I try to keep that really simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I geek, yeah. Geek out on the programming a bit, but that's that's my personal kind of bias. But yeah. well, it's because fun. it seems like the physique mastery group. What I would always for years and years, I just was sort of going through the motions of like you know a four day split, upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body, not really knowing what I was doing, or switching to like more of a CrossFit based, and then um, you know I do switch to like full body, and then when I started with you guys, what it seems like you guys do is you kind of start to chisel like you chisel if you've got a good face it's like you chisel away right and you're like the 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 delts and the calves and that you get really really specific which is why it's not for the beginner is that right is that sort of like your well there's oh yeah i mean there's certain we have we have kind of like programming biases there's certain things that you address them even on like a recreational lifter they get a pretty fast return and it makes a difference on their physique especially on like a on a female if you get their shoulders just a little bit of size it's a dramatic dramatic effect yeah Uh, you know obviously glutes and quads as well and you bring body fat down and things start to happen you know so we do kind of play that into the programming a bit um i think we do yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) no doubt Um, no doubt but yeah, yeah. There's you know, there's lots going on. I mean, we I guess we gotta take it for granted because we've been doing it for so long. But there's little things that you just work into programming that it, that addresses very needs that most people have. Like mm-hmm. most people, you know, most people gotta get a little bit leaner, and then they'll look a lot better. And uh, most women need a little bit more shoulders, a little bit more quads. Most guys need more shoulders and more more arms. God, they need more arms. And it's just like. Things like that, as opposed to just squatting and benching and deadlifting and wondering why they look like a bag of shit after five years. You know, you gotta. That came out wrong. But you know, just speaking of <laughs> speaking of more arms, it's it's very noticeable in our in our program right now. Where yeah. Yeah. you you have the arm days. We we has specified arm days. We're even throwing them on leg days, and but they're also yeah. getting worked on back in and chest days and. Um, so our arms are definitely arms and shoulders definitely get uh, hit with some extra stimulation for sure Uh, you know I love it yeah then you go back to the basic stuff like there's nothing wrong with just doing the basics but then can't always just do the basics you gotta build on that so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's gonna be fun so right now we know (laughs) right now we we're crushing the volume we got the quad sets we're challenging people they're sucking wind um, and we know, again, like it's temporary. This is something that, as much as people love, they're going to get to a breaking point, and so then we got to dial things back. And why? Why do you? Why do you feel like you have to dial it back? Oh, you just can't sustain it. That, that's when you start yeah. running into to yeah. burnout, injury um, yeah. risk. It. Uh, yeah, already the bigger guys. Like I've already tapped out. I'm beat up. Jay's beat up. You know, so it's always the, the stronger people who get beat up first, and then typically, you know, so 
Yeah. So you gotta you gotta start dialing things back. Cause it just, yeah. You yeah, just can't too- handle it's, and that's why we say this is yeah. a shock. This was definitely meant to just shock the hell out of our bodies and, and challenge challenge the members in in a way they haven't been challenged before. And yeah. knowing that hey, we're gonna have to we'll have to pull back. But it's a nice nice little exposure because yeah. those types of things can really um, you need you need that kind of extra volume there. Even physiologically, really hammering your body with this kind of volume will um, increase the nucle- myonuclei within your muscles. More myonuclei in the muscles, the greater potential for muscle growth. So, you can get a little technical with all that crap, but there's. I like it. You can I really. I support myonuclei. Every, every once in a while, you really need to freaking blast it. And then, but then you need to pull things back afterwards. Less, less volume like, during a workout. But more frequent stimulation. So we are always manipulating the, the frequency and yeah. and uh, and volume there. So it's always fun. Okay. Well, that that yeah, that definitely explains all the all the change month to month. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. yeah, and it's I mean it's interesting. There's there's times where people like we've had lower volume workouts and some members like whoa is this enough? Like oh my god, I'm used to doing more. <laughs> And these yeah. are usually people are used to like hammer, 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 and you, you just you can't keep yeah. that that pedal to the metal. All. And then they go through a month or two of just a little bit of lower lower volume, and like my body's responding so well, it's amazing. Oh. And it's just yeah, so it's it's all, and that's basically where coaching comes into play. A lot of people there's they're into their own they're creatures of habit. They're so used to pushing it, they see other people crushing it. They go 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 all the time, and we're to say all right, now it's time to dial back, and then. Other people are used to dialing back. We're like, all right, time to freaking let's floor it. Let's let's really give her at this moment. So, knowing knowing kind of when to encourage those little moments, the, the ebbs and flows there. Okay, that's why there's more rest in this month. Like you have like, I notice it's like a day, like two days, and then rest, and then yeah, oh, right? yeah. yes, yeah. yes, because the amount of volume in each workout is pretty significant where you need you need to take that time off so um, depending on your split there's times where you could have a body part split and you hammer that muscle group it's going to take a lot longer for you to recover so you have to kind of space the time off uh, between here we're hitting multiple groups with high volume and warm workouts so you gotta you gotta have a day off in in there but um for those who like to be in the gym more frequently, like myself, we'll go in and we'll do some of the accessory lifts like abs, calves, uh, forearms. Um, I even did a little inner outer thighs today. It's just rear delts can get hit with a, a disgusting yeah. set. Like you can still get in the gym if you want to, just mm-hmm. working those little accessory movements that aren't going to hinder your recovery. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's definitely me. I yeah. I need to be there about yeah. six days a week. I think it feels like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good fun. All mm-hmm. right, so now let's tell. I, I want to know what have so you've been with us since February. It's been a joy. Um, what have been some of the things that that you've learned? Like, what what have been some of the big aha moments for you during uh, um, this time that we've had together? Oh my gosh, there's been so many. I mean, every. A lot of what we just talked about, right? So we talked about a lot of workouts, but I hope it's okay to discuss, like, honestly, like the nutrition part. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just been a lot, a lot of learning for me. So 
you know, I feel like um, there's there seems to be a trend, at least with the people that I was following, where, you know, there's like they instill this fear and you're like, oh, you got to feed the muscle. You got to feed the muscle. Like, don't don't eat. Don't eat so little like you got to eat. You got to eat if you want to, you know, like get your protein in. Like, so I had all this all these messages that I didn't realize mm -hmm. like in my head. And so I was just like this robot trying to meet these numbers, not yeah. getting the results I wanted, not paying attention to even if I was hungry or not. And you guys were some of the first guys, you know, well, Brian, I worked kind of with you before, so I, I knew this before, but you guys are really into like, you know, just like relax, like it's okay to eat less. You might not, you know, be at 1564 like the calculation tells you you know you gotta play around with what your numbers are and as you guys know like i just decided i mean in august uh early august i was like you know what to hell with this i'm just gonna like not on purpose but i'm just, like drastically cut and just kind of my calories and see what happens i'm still gonna eat lean protein i'm still gonna eat a lot of veggies and fruits and things like that because they make me feel good and I want to I, I just I don't know I feel better when I'm eating stuff not out of a package that was the only reason and wow I'm 10 pounds down and you know I feel amazing I don't feel hungry I don't feel crabby I'm sleeping great like my workouts yeah I mean they suffer yeah. a little bit but mm -hmm. so you're you're not really counting you're just eating lean proteins fruits veggies not you know eating when you're hungry Eating the Not same damn thing, Brian Crone style, every day. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. I, I said on the, um, when I messaged Scott earlier, I said I got, it's a James Clear phrase, who I love him. Yeah. He's like, you got to get comfortable with boredom. And I keep telling myself that. And I think to a level, you got to get comfortable with being a little hungry. People are so scared to feel hungry. Mm -hmm. You know, like oh, I got to go eat, you know, I got to eat. Or like I, me, who was like, you know, body for life years ago, it's two hours, I got to eat. It's been two yeah. hours. I have to eat six times a day. I got to get my protein in, you know. I just chilled on all that and I eat, you know, the steel cut oats and some egg whites in the morning. And, you know, sometimes I measure and weigh, sometimes I don't. Usually I don't because I kind of get it now, you know. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> lots of baked chicken breasts. Lots and lots and lots of veggies, you know, I, I just, I don't know. And like, you know, Scott, you've talked before about um, how sometimes you just have to stick with it until it clicks for you. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like almost like you had to wait till kind of that magic happens, you know? Yeah. And it, for me, it was like four or five days and starting to see some results, feeling good, sleeping great, good energy. And I'm like, I'm just doing, I'm just going to do this. I have not, I mean, I haven't had any trouble. So I don't know. Wow. It's like that's magic. <laughs> so that's a big, that is a big aha moment learning lesson that we aren't a calculator. Like we aren't this, it, we, we can't just cause you plug your numbers in this, this calculator yeah. thing that it's that I should be able right. to eat that. And you hear other right. people, Oh my God, it, like it is, it's scary. I see, especially in regards to women, they, they say, well, I'm eating 1400 calories and you, they get attacked. Oh no, that's, that's yeah. not enough. You're gonna starve, and well, it's it, yeah, it's, you're gonna starve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know how like how attacked I would get. You know, oh, people it's, knew. It's but fish. I eat. I'm eating about 1,200 calories a day right now. Yeah. I'm I'm five foot nine. I'm 43 years old. If I had eaten this much 10 years and, ago, 
I feel like I would have lost a lot more. But mm-hmm. it just, I don't know. It's working for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, eventually you'll probably want to bring it up a bit. But you're, it's accomplishing what you want it to do. And you feel good. And you're getting results. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. And you're, and you're not having to obsess about it. No, and I don't feel like I was. Oh my god! In my mind, I was always like, "If I don't eat enough, I'm gonna binge. I'm gonna binge. They say I'm gonna binge." And so I just was like, just always scared that I was gonna binge and gain everything back. And I, I have not ever felt like I was gonna binge. You know, yeah, um, there's a I real would... trend about you know with feed. You know, eat more, feed the muscle. You got to eat more than that. You got to eat more than that, whether you want to or not. And it's I don't. I just I don't know. I just feel like it's not for me. It's not true. Yeah. No, you just gotta, and again, it's it's Find temporary. Your own way it's temporary right now. You're mm-hmm. you got a goal, and twelve hundred calories mm-hmm. works for you. You work that goal. And as you're getting leaner and leaner, you'll probably find that you, you'll want to slow down the fat loss just a little bit. And you can bump up those calories just a little bit. Then you hit your goal. Then you can bump your calories up to maintenance level and find where maintenance is for you. And it's going to be different for everyone. So it's that's a fun game it's, in of itself. Well, just people will get so obsessed with that number. They'll hear, oh my God, she's only eating 1,200 calories. And they didn't hear the whole preamble that you said before that because I'm sitting here thinking, you're eating more than 1,200. You're just not, re- you're not really counting. You're eating, you probably, you actually meticulously counted, you're probably eating 1,400, 1,500, probably. But it's just yeah, like, maybe. maybe you don't really, but you don't really, fuck, you don't really care. Yeah, no, you know, exactly. It's, it's working. <laughs> That's why I, 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 you know, I've stopped having these discussions on Facebook because people get so obsessed with with the number, the number, yeah. the number, and, I, and then you point and you point out to them, well, oh, did you know that these numbers that you're so obsessing with, like they're kind of estimates, and then you factor in your own expenditure, and everything gets really, really murky. So there's all this wiggle room. So is it really, you know, is it really wise to be obsessed like right down to the exact calorie, and then people blow up at you because it's. It's working for me, but it's like, okay, but it's, you know, it's not working for the reasons that you think. You think you control your metabolism like you're this master when in reality it's controlling you. Like, so anyway, I just like the way that you're doing it. Like you're listening to your body. You're building your diet around good foods. You're not obsessing. Like obsessing alone will make you hungrier. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like, just like you said, oh my God, I'm going to binge. If you all, if you're always thinking, well, if I don't eat more, I'm going to binge. Guess what? You're going to fucking, pardon my language, you're going to binge at some point. So it's, yeah. you re- reduce the stress, you reduce the overanalyzing, and you find your kind of your own way of traveling. Anyway, that's my soliloquy. That's Structure, how I Structure, it's a little true. bit of boredom, a little yeah. bit of hunger, yeah. doing all yeah. the right things. And not be, you know, another thing, people are so, like, obsessed with um, don't deprive yourself. Well, I don't know why, but for me, I do better not eating any sweets. I just do. I used to think, you know, I have to have 2.3 ounces of chocolate chips every night or I'm going to crave chocolate chips. And I, I, I don't, I'm not eating any of that right now. And I, I, I don't really care if I want it. Sure. I I'll, I'll have a little bit, but I'm, I don't feel deprived and I'm not like worrying about being deprived. I guess I'm just sort of, I guess adding a little bit more intuitive eating and doing what I want to do instead of following all these rules that people kind of tell you, you have to do. It's very easy to make, you know, all these rules. You think you have this system then when really you've just built this very elaborate prison that, that you can't navigate in the real world with. For sure. 
Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I've, I've been both sides. Like, my wife naturally, she has a little treat every day. She can have, yes, yeah. she can have yeah. two cookies. She always has, and that's good for her. And when I initially first started my initial body transformation six, seven years ago, I found that if I had just two, I would go nuts. I had to have the whole bag. Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah. when I would plan, all right, I can't have anything, no treats for several days, and then I'll treat myself. And then I slowly but surely, as I got better, like that worked for me at that time. And then I'm like, yeah. you know what? I yeah. can handle a treat a little bit better yeah. here. And then as yeah. I was able to have it more frequently, then I went through a period where I'm like, I can have a small treat every single day. And then I got, then I got to the point where I'm like, I don't need a treat every day. More intuitive. Yeah. Like if I don't, yeah. if I don't need one today, why force myself to have a treat just because I'm flexible dieting exactly yeah just yeah you, you have it when you want yeah. it and don't have it when you don't yeah. want it it's as simple mm -hmm. as and, that and life changes i mean i mean like i like when i had my son i i was very emotional about that and i was just eating ridiculous making terrible food choices because i just i wasn't yeah you know just just because emotions change your you, everything can affect like your draw your hunger drives your hunger signaling so like you have to be mindful of, of your stress levels and what's going on in your life and it's not just a freaking number yeah. <laughs> that you have to hit so yeah it's yes. pretty freeing it's pretty yeah. freeing to you know just sort of i don't know get up and know what i'm going to eat that day and not be but kind of locked down like you said yeah. the prison of like what you know what i feel like i i should do i'm just kind of doing what works for me and yeah. you know work in five weeks so very good there. it's exciting to see yeah. Very awesome. Yeah. Very good. Well, thanks for joining us today, Becky. This is uh, this has been awesome. Really enjoyed having you on. Love having you in the group. Great questions for us. I hope uh, people listening to our show have uh, gained some insights and uh, yeah. enjoyed the conversation here. Yes. Thanks, you yes. guys. All right. Thanks. Have yourself a great day, and uh, we'll catch thanks. you guys next time on the next episode of the Physique Mastery Podcast.